you chased a dream for so long that when you finally achieve it, you expect to have like a big celebration or a million dollars in the bank. There's all these stereotypes that come with the idea or the illusion of success. I think that realizing for me that my ultimate form of success does not have to do with a monetary amount in the bank, but just truly being able to wake up in the morning and say, I'm happy is my greatest success. This is Debbie and welcome to another episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to become location independent. We'll learn how to create sustainable laptop lifestyles from the experts that will help us achieve freedom from our nine to five. On this week's episode, I'm so excited to speak with Jackie Shields, who is a lifestyle and travel blogger and the founder of GetLostWithJackie.com. Jackie had an amazing career working for a Fortune 500 company, but decided she needed to stop working for other people's dreams in order to pursue her own. So she left her steady job and dove into the unknown to start her own business and to create the now successful blog, Get Lost with Jackie, where she shares travel and lifestyle content. Listen on to find out how Jackie has been able to use her knowledge in business to create a successful travel and lifestyle blog. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so excited to be here with Jackie. Hey, Jackie, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing great. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for being here with us. I'm so excited to talk to you, Jackie. So Jackie and I actually met on a cruise ship with Royal Caribbean. So that was really, <laughs> that was so much fun with you and the, the girls. <laughs> that was a really fun trip. Yeah, I, I really, I like working with cruises. They're uh, Anything Caribbean, hey, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> and you and I got to talking and I learned so much from you. So we're going to talk about all of your incredible journey. So before we do that, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Oh, well, as you heard, I am Jackie and I run my travel blog called Get Lost with Jackie, which I kind of started by a happy accident. I didn't have any intentions of starting a blog or starting a travel advice business or a travel brand by any means. I just started an Instagram page to feature some of my photos from traveling. And I think in my true entrepreneurial spirit, when I noticed that you can monetize Instagram and you can monetize your passions outside of a business forum, it was just something that I had to do. It was something that I wanted to do, that I was called to do. And now I love it. It's been six years since I started Get Lost with Jackie and about three or four years since I started monetizing it. And I would say about a year and a half since I've been making a livable wage off of it. And I think that being able to take that passion and turn it into a business is what helped me to lead my offbeat life for sure. It's amazing that you were able to do this and you actually live off of this now. This is your main bread and butter. But how were you able to actually leave your nine to five to dive into this full time? What was that moment like for you? I actually left my nine to five. Uh, it was 10 years ago on July 6th. And I was working for a car dealership group here on Long Island in New York. And it was a, it's a big company. It has a lot of respect, but I did not like it. I didn't like the politics. I didn't like that management was favored. Even when they were doing terrible things, they, they, that could, you know, 
10 years, fast forward 10 years between the Me Too movement and just the tolerance, the lack of tolerance now for people abusing their power, I don't think that the scenario would have been the same if I had gone to HR and said, hey, I'm not really digging this manager's style. You know, he's threatening us and things of that sort that my my concerns would have been a little taken a little bit more seriously. And after about six months of what I would call mental abuse, I just could not take it anymore. And I quit. And I had no idea what I was going to do. I just knew that it was bigger than that BMW dealership and that job that I had there. And when you know in your heart that what you have in store for you is bigger than BMW, I feel like you have to go and chase after that. So I just started helping a few of my friends. One of my friends had their own car dealership. It was a small used car dealership. He was selling five to 10 cars a month. And I started helping him with some marketing, a little bit with some web copy. And then another friend of mine, she was a makeup artist. She asked me if I could help her create a website and help her with describing her services and what she could do. And after helping them too, I realized that what I had was a business in itself, assisting small businesses. So I started my first company, May 25th of 2011. I legally formed the company. It was called Smooth Startup. And I assisted people with consulting for just about every stage of the startup process, from business planning to organization to setting up internal processes, setting up internal documents to make sure that just income outgoing, your cash flow is on point. And it just kind of, I just kind of fell and tripped into consulting (laughs) and I love it. And I, to this day, I still do consulting on the side. And it's something that I feel like I will always do. And it also did give me the opportunity to become location independent and to travel more. Even before I started Get Lost with Jackie, Smooth Startup gave me the financial means and the freedom to go wherever I wanted to go and to do whatever I wanted to do. And yeah, that's something I don't think you can trade for the world. Absolutely. And sometimes we are placed in situations where there's really nowhere to go but out because you really should not be in that type of situation. And you had the courage to finally say, I will not stand for this. And even though you don't know what your future is going to be like, maybe where your money is going to come in, it's going to be a lot better than than where you are at that moment. So that is incredible that you were able to do that, Jackie. Thank you so much. Yeah. So you started that company. You have a business background because of that. And you knew how to handle being able to be an entrepreneur because that's really a lot of our struggles when we first go into this as a solo entrepreneur or even a freelancer is just being able to handle this when we're on our own. How did you transition from your like your business before to becoming a travel entrepreneur was that smooth transition or it was pretty rough <laughs> it was definitely rough it was it definitely still can be rough i have learned that i personally am someone who craves routine which is something that you don't often get when you're on the road or in a different hotel or in a different country every night and making the transition from even though with smooth startup i was 
technically able to be location independent. I still had an office. I still went into work at my desk every day. And making that shift from working at a desk with your dedicated Wi-Fi that you know is going to work to working in hotels on spotty Wi-Fi that takes hours to upload or download things. Um, that was very difficult for me. I lost contracts. I lost money. I lost clients. I doubted myself. I can't tell you how many times I said, this is the last trip I'm going on. I can't do this anymore. And for me, it was just about finding the way that it worked for me. So I need, like I said before, I need that routine, which is hard to find. So I just set in certain places things that I could do every single morning. So I would start I, every morning. I start my morning with coffee. I write down at least three things that I'm grateful for. And then I either work out or stretch. Most, most often I just stretch and I save my workout <laughs> for later. But just a little bit of moment just to keep myself in a routine. So what might go on after those first three steps of my morning could be completely different every day in, in every place. But just keeping that routine helped me to stay sane in a way. And finding things that you can do anywhere in the world and create kind of like a, a, a similar life, no matter what country you're in or what state you're in, was really pivotal for me. Absolutely. I think that's one of the things that we don't think about is when we leave our nine to five is that we still should create some sort of a routine for ourselves because then you become all over the place and you don't know what to do with yourself. And it's really easy to get burnt out. That yeah, way. absolutely. You're kind of just like a chicken without a head. You're going all over the place and you don't know what is happening with yourself. So that is such a good idea to do that. And sometimes we forget to do it, but it's so crucial having that routine daily. 100%. Yeah. When you were transitioning to all of these different things, first from your nine to five, then to your business as a consultant, and now as a traveling entrepreneur with your blog and also with social media, did you ever have a what now moment? I had that. I'm sure you've had that too. What was that like for you? I, I feel like I have that almost daily. <laughs> um, I, I, it's been hard because, you know, you chase a dream for so long that when you finally achieve it, you, you expect to have like a big celebration or a million dollars in the bank. There's all these stereotypes that come with the idea or the illusion of success. And I think that realizing for me that my ultimate form of success does not have to do with a monetary amount in the bank or a number, a list of achievements or goals or awards or anything like that. But just truly being able to wake up in the morning and say, I'm happy is my greatest success. And, and for me, when I wake up happy every day, it's, you almost feel guilty about it. You know, this, you're supposed to work hard. You're supposed to work, you know, 10, 12, 18 hour days. And what happens when you're able to make a living only working two to three hours a day and you have all this free time and you feel guilty about it? You know, you, you have free time to go sit on the beach on a Tuesday and you're doing it and you, you, I should be doing something else is, is what we think. So for me, the now what became a way of now how do I program my mind 
to work differently than the way that we've been told it should work. That is such a great point, Jackie, because I think we do. We have that sense of guilt whenever we're not working the way people think we should be working. And I'm in a similar boat as you because when you have created a system for your business and you have other people working for you, you kind of tend to try to find more work for yourself when all of those hours that you used to put on it is gone. And now you're like, what do I do with myself? Okay, I need to find more work for myself. I need to do this. I need to do that. And sometimes it's just learning that you need to embrace it. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Embrace the free time. You worked for this, you know? And that's, I think that's something else is we forget what we're working for. And, you know, ultimately everyone works to retire. And what if you can have an early retirement? You know, society creates these ideas of the way things should look. And I feel like the deprogramming of those ideas especially when we're self-employed, you know, no one became self-employed to follow, follow the rules of the nine to five. So I feel like it's just about deprogramming and writing your own rules and truly being unapologetic because anyone else's opinions of how you're living your life are completely irrelevant to you. It does, it has nothing to do with you. So I feel like just making sure that you're happy with yourself every day and is your main goal. And also, especially in self-employment, just if you're happy with the work you're doing, you're happy with the salary you're receiving, there's what else do you need? (laughs) And it's definitely that deprogramming of yourself because of what you think is expected of you. That is a really hard thing to do, believe it or not, because you do have that guilt or you will get pushback from people. And it's it's a definitely it's a different type of of mindset and you will get a lot of support from people who are in a similar field or in a similar mindset as you so find also finding that community can be really helpful. It's especially important I think because a lot of times I'm not sure for you but for me I'm let's say the trailblazer in the family I'm the first member of my family to kind of create their own path and not stick to a union job or a government job. You know, I come from a lot of blue collar workers and I love them so much. And and truthfully, I don't think I could be the person I am today without seeing all these people around me with such outstanding work ethic and every day going to work and, and doing the job they need to do to support their families and things of that sort. But at the end of the day, you can't compare work ethic from someone who's working a nine to five to work ethic of someone who is self-employed. Cause you just, it's hard to understand, unfortunately. And, you know, if you're surrounded by people who are living, tr- let's say a traditional life or working a traditional job, it's very hard to have those people that you know and love understand the path you're on. So finding like your community and people that you can bounce ideas off of and people that just understand, you know, your ups and downs is crucial. And, you know, thankfully, the Internet (laughs) makes it very easy to find people who have similar interests. So it's, you know, it's an interesting world we live in. But I feel like that, like how you mentioned, it is so important to have support and support from people who understand what your journey is. 
And I think for my listeners, I have talked about this several times about creating that community and everyone, almost every single one of my guests and I have really emphasized that is just finding those people that you can really bounce ideas off of and have that support. And you're right, there's just a difference, right? There's a difference from your mindset and what other people's mindsets are when they have a nine to five to when you actually have a business. It's a completely different game, a different monster to tackle. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And we don't realize that until we are in that battle and we get really creative and there's a lot of things that you have to do that you have never encountered before. So it's, it's very crucial to have that. Now, Jackie, When you left your nine to five, you had challenges, right? Like a lot of misgivings probably and a lot of doubts. But what about now that you actually have this business that you have? What are your current challenges in your business and how do you find the ways to solve them? Um, Well, for me, one of the biggest challenges that I have now is leveling up. I'm very comfortable. I am, like I said, two to three hours of work a day is is very comfortable. So, you know, how can I level my brand up? How can I level my voice up? What else can I do to amplify not only myself and but amplify my brand? I would like to, you know, create video series and I'm just now getting into video and it's extremely intimidating. So I think, you know, staying on top of it is also about throwing yourself back out of that comfort zone. Because when you get too comfortable, it's not to say that you can't make a good living. It's not to say that you can't make decent money. You can't work on good projects. But at some point, you're going to crave that change. The same way that I craved the shift out of nine to five. Right now, I'm craving a shift out of what I've become comfortable in. And my my daily work life has been very comfortable. So I'm just thinking about different content I can create. I actually just moved and just in the whole redoing my place process, I'm thinking about what content can I create here that has nothing to do with travel. It's a completely different realm from what I know. So I think that just making sure that you're comfortable, but not too comfortable <laughs> is definitely where you need to find a good balance and and still continue to I guess to throw yourself into your work again, but in a diff- completely different way. So like for me, that's with video work. It's I'm throwing myself into this unknown, but it is still kind of familiar because it's my brand now. It's not completely unknown to me. Yeah. I'm not sure if that. No, 100% definitely. Is. I think it's just that I find that people who are entrepreneurs, we always have to be in some way or form challenged, right? And when you are no longer challenged, you become very bored and you need to find something else to get that creativity flowing. And if you don't have that, then again, you're back in the same place, even though you're making money, because essentially it's not about money anymore because you are doing that. Now it's about excitement and challenging yourself again and making yourself better, whether it is to create something new, learning something new, finding other ways to really express yourself and do all of those things. Yes, totally. I actually just started painting. (laughs) It has nothing to do with my brand or, 
you know, any work that I'm going to put out, but just something different to, you know, express my creativity differently. And I feel like that's something else that, you know, a lot of people who just, we just get, whether you're nine to five, self-employed, whatever it is, we get so caught up in life that we forget about the simple pleasures and, you know, kind of honing in on your childlike innocence and just, for me, just painting, I was just painting like lines. It's not even anything life-changing, but it just, it felt good. And it got my mind thinking differently. And I feel like just, you know, like you said, challenging yourself, putting yourself back out there is super important, especially if you're, if you're self-employed and you have to keep yourself going. Yeah. And I love that you said it doesn't even have to be anything that you know, would work. It's just pleasure. It's just simple pleasure. And I think we forget exactly. that sometimes we don't, we, we don't need to do anything for a purpose of anything except for joy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's been, I, honestly, that's been underrated just doing nothing, even though it doesn't serve a purpose, even though like it doesn't have to do with anything. It's just, it gives you joy and happiness. I think we all need that in our life. <laughs> we definitely do. <laughs> now, Jackie, you travel quite often, and I know that must be a. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, for me, when I do travel quite often, it does become overwhelming, and oftentimes it gets really lonely, right? Because now we don't have any coworkers with us. We're often in new places. How is that for you? Have you experienced loneliness when you are on the road? I definitely have. And it is, it is difficult to deal with, especially if you're, you know, halfway around the world and you're 12 hours ahead or 12 hours behind of your time at home. So you can't even call home and expect to hear those familiar voices. I think for me, a big part of being able to, to stay away for a long time and, and travel for a long time and, and not succumb to that loneliness was figuring out how to sit with that loneliness and not let it bother you. Because it's kind of like um, when someone tells you to feel the emotions and, you know, it's okay to cry kind of thing. It's okay to feel lonely, especially if you're alone. And I feel like it goes into these stereotypes where people maybe make us feel that we shouldn't feel those feelings. You shouldn't feel lonely. You shouldn't allow yourself to be sad on the road. You're living a, a beautiful dream life. But the fact of the matter is I'm human and I'm someone who's always been surrounded by people. So for me to not feel lonely abroad would almost be weird. <laughs> so when I do feel I have a um, when I do feel lonely, I have a playlist on my phone. It's called Take Me Home and it's just all songs from my childhood or songs that remind me of people that I know and love. And it takes me back to a place where I don't feel lonely anymore. And it can be anything for some people, maybe looking at videos of their nieces and nephews or, you know, a picture with their family. I feel like everyone sh can have something that can just remind them of the good times. And also just know that, I, I mean, for me, I can always come home. Mm -hmm. So I feel like just knowing that and knowing that I'm not away forever, I'm not in outer space, it's not impossible for me to get home and just kind of coming back down to reality and looking at the facts, the facts of the matter are, you know, I'm living a dream life and I get to go home when this trip is over or, you know, I get to see my friends when 
this stage of my life ends. Just kind of trying to speak to myself realistically. <laughs> Get, giving moment. yourself that pep talk, right? Every now and exactly, then when you're yeah. feeling that. Yeah. Now, Jackie, one of the things that people really wonder about before they go into a new lifestyle or if they're leaving a nine to five is how much money do they need to save before they set off to be location independent? How much did you actually spend before you before you felt comfortable in leaving that job or the business that you had? And how are you able to budget your money so that it can last? I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. I still have not learned how to budget <laughs> my money. I'm 31 years old and it is still a work in progress. Thankfully for me, I've uh, my dad instilled in me like your credit is you want good credit, you want to have good credit. So it was very conflicting to come from a blue collar worker who told me your credit is your lifeline. And then every single entrepreneur ever told me that your credit, if you're, you're not a good entrepreneur, if your credit isn't crap. (laughs) (laughs) So I, thankfully I didn't, I had no plan financially. I didn't put money aside. I actually quit my job on a complete whim and I didn't have any intention of starting a business. I was even going to ask my employer to relocate me to another dealership, but I ultimately decided that that wasn't my best plan. I can take this from Elizabeth Gilbert's book. It's called um, Big Magic. And she said that even after she published Eat, Pray, Love, and even after it was picked up for a movie, that she was still serving as a waitress. And I feel like the number one thing, if you're entering into entrepreneurship or you're starting a business, creating a business around your passion, that you want to ensure that you have another source of income that does not has nothing to do with your, your creativity, your artwork, your passions, etc. I learned this the hard way. I wish I had read this advice ages ago, but I... I kept my money in my business and there were some times where I had to decide, do I want to pay this bill or do I want to, you know, have money to go out this weekend? You know, I'm down to my last $250 and what do I do with it? Do I pay my stuff on time? I don't know when my next paycheck is. So I think that if I had had a job like waitressing or something on the side that would have just supplemented the income to pay for my bills so that I wasn't paying for my life with the money that I was making in my business. I feel like that was a big mistake I made. I didn't, I didn't know any better and I still struggle with it. You know, I'm still on net 90 with some contracts and I'm sometimes borrowing from my personal savings to pay things for the business or I'm borrowing (laughs) things from the business to pay my, my personal bills So I feel like it's going to be a constant struggle until I am way beyond (laughs) financially secure. But I don't, I also don't think that there's a definitive number that you can put on it. Like, oh, you need $5,000 aside if you want to start your own business because you truthfully can start a business with, with no money. And yeah, and you can, you can also start that business while still working elsewhere. I, I probably would have stayed at that job I hated that paid me very well if I had known struggle the, um, the speed <laughs> yeah, that I was going to run into the, the, the yeah. two years after that. Well, I that. think, you know what, it's even though it's a really hard lesson to learn 
you remember it so much more when you make those mistakes. Not to say that you should do that. I mean, it's definitely better to learn from other people's mistakes <laughs> instead of learning it the hard way. 100%. And I think now there's a lot of yeah. mentality for people to just leave and quit their job and just go off and travel and not have a plan. And even though it has worked out for a lot of people, it shouldn't be your first and only option, you know, because no, you're going to struggle either way. If you do that, you're going to struggle. If you don't do that, you stay at your job and you're working at another passion project, you're struggling. So you're struggling <laughs> either way. It's just, 100%. it's the pill that yes. you want to take. So make sure you think yeah. about it before you dive into it. <laughs> Now, Jackie, let's forward to 50 years from now and you're looking back at your life. What legacy would you like to leave and what do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for helping people to live unapologetically themselves. I, I've actually been talking about the next phase of my life and the next phase of my business and my brand and where do I want to go from here. And truthfully, I feel that a lot of people live for other people whether it's their parents, which thankfully I have parents that know that, that I am my own person and they don't try to dictate who I am or, or what I do. Or even sometimes people live for you know spouses or siblings and we're all very concerned with what other people think. We sometimes forget what we think. What do we think about ourselves? How do we feel about ourselves? And that's something I feel like I want to help people understand that it's this is your life, your journey. You only get one shot at this, you know, reincarnation aside and, you know, however you <laughs> feel about that, you know, this moment right here, you get one chance. And, you know, when I'm looking back at it, I would love to be able to say that I did not alter any part of my life to cater to someone else's opinion of what I should do or who I should be. And I would love to assist other people with obtaining the same, for lack of a better word or lack of a better phrase, like a no fucks given mentality. Cause I really just, I don't care if you don't, if you don't like me, that's fine. Move on. If you love me, thank you. <laughs> you know, but if, if you don't think that the way that I'm living my life is conducive to success or conducive to happiness or, you're upset because I'm 31 and I'm not considering marriage or having children. <laughs> Those are your things. So I feel like we need to just kind of let go of these stereotypes and societies telling us what we should and shouldn't do and other people's opinions dictating what we should and shouldn't do and just live for ourselves and do what makes you happy. Because ultimately, no matter what you have, you can have all the money in the world, you can have all the health in the world and being happy is the most important thing to me because yeah. you can have everything and still be sad. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there with so much money, but they're still unhappy. Exactly. And most likely it's because they're not living for themselves. And you're right. A lot of people are living for other people or they give too much energy into what other people are thinking about them instead of just doing what they really love to do. As long as it's not hurting you or other people, you exactly. should do 
what you need to do. Exactly. <laughs> now, Jackie, are you working on anything currently that is really exciting to you? I actually am. I'm working on three projects right now, but they all have very heavy non-disclosure agreements. So <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about those, but I can say that I am going to be really focusing more on YouTube for myself and kind of growing myself into more of an activist kind of role, standing up for people and situations that I believe in. I feel that I have a platform and now it's my turn to use it. I love to travel. I love to help people realize that you can travel affordably. But I feel like there's also enough travel blogs out there giving that advice. And I feel not purposeless, but I feel like a, a part of my purpose has been lost in Instagram and social media and things of that sort. And I really am excited to move forward with more of a purpose the next the next few months. And hopefully by December or so, maybe even have a new website, a whole new brand in itself. That sounds so exciting, Jackie. And I can't wait to see what's coming up for you. So that's going to be really exciting. Oh, thank you. Now, if our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? You can find me at Get Lost with Jackie on Instagram. You can find me at getlostwithjackie.com on my website. I'm also Get Lost with Jackie on YouTube and Facebook. And if you want to keep it personal, and I'm just going to apologize in advance because <laughs> this is where I'm unapologetically myself, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at The Blonde Nomad. It's T H E B L O N D E nomad. And um, that's where I post memes. That's where I am not politically correct. If you <laughs> like Trump, do not find me there because you will not be happy with what I have to say. And that's where I joke around. I curse there and I, um, I'm unapologetically myself there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like where we should all look at. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie, so much for being here today. I really appreciate you speaking with us. Thank you so much for having me. I, I can't wait to see also where you go. So this is very exciting, I think, for both of us. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Jackie. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the extended interview where she shares how to successfully monetize Instagram. Hey, Offbeat family, I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I would love to hear more from you and what you think of the podcast. Suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, or maybe you just want to be friends. Why don't we chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life or send me a message at hello at theoffbeatlife.com. I can't wait to hear from you.